part of the reason why TikTok's been so different is because it really, obviously besides Vine back in the day, it really brought back short form video. So people have learned how to capture attention for nine, 15, maybe 60 seconds. But I think most TikTokers are gonna struggle with that transition to long form content versus someone like you who's an expert in YouTube, I think you would instantly be able to create that long form content that retains attention. But for most people, I recommend starting a little bit shorter, 15 seconds, eight seconds, and then growing your way to 60 seconds as you learn how to engage an audience, retain attention, and ultimately think of enough cool things to say in order to keep people paying attention. Welcome to the Think Media Podcast. My name is Heather Torres. I'm your host of this show. And on this podcast, we help you grow your influence on YouTube and then turn that influence into a high impact and a high profit online business. And man, is vertical video everywhere? I feel like my iPhone is only vertical video now. It's YouTube Shorts, it's TikTok, it's Instagram Reels. So we need to start understanding, you and I, how to be utilizing this for our business. Video is not going anywhere, and the virality of this vertical video revolution, well, that sounded cool. Okay, the virality of this vertical video red resolute, no, that's not what it is. The virality of the vertical video revolution is unstoppable. So today we're diving into TikTok, one of the fastest growing apps uh, with vertical video right now. And Rachel Pedersen is going to be our guest on the show. And we're going deep into her strategy of how she's reaching people around the world. We're going into her workflow of how she's creating so much content and the best practices that you, entrepreneur, need to be doing right now to be making vertical video a staple in your marketing. So let's get into today's feature conversation. Welcome back to the Think Media Podcast. I'm fired up for today's episode because we're talking all about short form vertical video. Yes, TikTok and my guest today has three powerful tips for us and also repurposing short form vertical video across multiple platforms. But if you haven't met her before, Rachel Peterson is a Minnesota mom of three. She is a social media expert, and today she's going to be breaking down some of her, her powerful tips. Um, but as we kick it off, tell a little bit about your backstory, because you know, about 10 years ago, your life was very different than it is right now. Completely different. So 10 years ago, I was actually a single mom living on welfare and food stamps, renting one room with my daughter literally doing medical experiments to pay for diapers, giving blood plasma. I still have the scars to prove it. Life looked completely different a decade ago. Wow. And today you're a business owner with incredible business team. You're helping people with social media, courses, membership sites. You're speaking. You're, doing, you're in the trenches helping some personal brands with mm-hmm. the kind of a white glove agency type service. And you're hands-on seeing what's really working on social. You have a great YouTube channel. You're active across all the platforms. But you're in love with TikTok Why is that? Ooh, that's a really good question. I like TikTok because it's the first platform where I felt like you can really just be yourself. Mm. Whether that's nerdy, goofy, silly, dumb, whatever it is you want to be, it seems that there's a space for that on TikTok. And I'm a pretty nerdy, goofy person. I kind of make a fool of myself a lot on TikTok. And it's felt like it was the first place where I could really truly be myself. And that helped me to branch out with success more so on every single other platform. But something else I really love about TikTok is that it has its own culture. Mm. So people understand these collective inside jokes. And there are 
layers of inside jokes, almost like you have a million besties that are all in on the same exact stories and history. Wow. And when it comes to TikTok right now in 2022, what should we be paying attention to? I know my account, we're, we're new there, mm-hmm. Official Think Media, because we've been on YouTube, we've been in other places, yeah. we're doing a lot of repurposing. Um, but it just gave me a notification. You can now upload five-minute videos. I'm talking to other people. They got 10 minutes, and I know the max, depending on your account, is 15. Mm-hmm. What is even happening? Like, what do you think about the state of TikTok and organic reach, video length changing? What do you see coming up? You know, for someone like you, you would crush it with longer form content, but I'm going to be honest. Part of the reason why TikTok's been so different is because it really, obviously besides Vine back in the day, it really brought back short form video. So people have learned how to capture attention for 9, 15, maybe 60 seconds. But I think most TikTokers are going to struggle with that transition to long form content versus someone like you who's an expert in YouTube. I think you would instantly be able to create that long form content that retains attention. But for most people, I recommend starting a little bit shorter, 15 seconds, eight seconds, and then growing your way to 60 seconds as you learn how to engage an audience, retain attention, and ultimately think of enough cool things to say in order to keep people paying attention. Valuable. Okay, let's talk about it. Three tips, and this is some stuff that we can apply right now to grow on TikTok and really short form vertical video in general. Number one is hook value CTA. Break it down. Beautiful. So there are three essential parts to every TikTok. Obviously, there are some that are exceptions. So like inside jokes or goofy videos, those might be a little bit different. But for value content, educational content, you really want to focus first and foremost on the hook. The hook is those first five seconds of your video, as you probably know from hanging out here. Uh, But what I really loved was geeking out over the copy behind a hook that really pulls people in makes them want to watch until the end. Mm. And there's a fantastic book that really supported me with this called Great Leads by Michael Masterson. Amazing book to help you understand the first 100 characters of any piece of content. Mm. Every time that I really hyper-focus on the hook, my content performs better. And oftentimes, people can actually take a video that didn't do well, put a new hook on the front of it, and totally revitalize that video with a whole new audience. And ultimately, that video could take off. The second part that I really love is value. And I recommend that most people, I know we we usually hear like hook story call to action, but I'm gonna be honest, if you're anything like me, I'm not a super great storyteller. Like I'll start telling a story and people like, okay, what's next? So it's a lot easier for us to do value. And I recommend three, five, seven, nine points of value. The reason behind that is uh, Dan Ariely's book, Predictably Irrational, people are drawn towards odd numbers and specific numbers. So add in those three, five, seven points of value before you get to the call to action. Now, with calls to action, I feel like a lot of people kind of freak out and they're like, what do I say here? Like, subscribe to my channel and like this video and and love me and please let's be friends forever. Like they kind of, it's nerve wracking coming up with a good CTA. So here's an easy one that anyone can use on TikTok. Follow for more. Mm, That's it. That's it. Three words. Three words. Anyone can do it. So you deliver the value, follow for more, and and then that's a reminder at the end of the video so they don't just keep swiping and you have the potential to build your following. How have you seen your TikTok growth using this formula? I've been using this formula for two years now. And what's wild is it took me about eight years to grow to 175,000 Instagram followers, even... Uh, including my days before being a marketer. And it took me three years to grow to a million followers on TikTok. So it's been exponential, but it's also helped to grow my YouTube, my Instagram, and my communities. Wow, man, incredible results. And uh, using the power of the hook, value, and CTA. Number two, though, is that volume gives you 
data. Break that down. Oh, so a lot of times people ask me, Rachel, how much should I post? And the answer is kind of like, how long is a piece of string? It depends. Uh, the truth is you learn the most when you post more. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a huge fan of recognizing you can grow with one video a day. Sometimes you can grow with a couple videos a week, but you're not going to learn as much from just speculating or sitting back and scrolling on TikTok, which is very easy to do. So I recommend like these three formulas for people. And these are not actually like crazy complex formulas. It's just a simple recommendation. So one a day, Monday through Friday, take weekends off, and that's going to give you decent growth and decent feedback. If you do two to five a day, you're going to see a lot more growth, but also you're going to get some insights as to this is a topic that blew up. And other people will be able to audit your account and more easily tell you, hey, I noticed like all of these ones tended to do well. Why don't you do more like that? And when you do 10 a day, generally speaking, I notice everything explodes when I do 10 a day, but I also learn the most. And sometimes I'll do stuff that's completely unrelated to my niche. Wow. And so volume gives you data. It's a whole nother angle than just feeling like, oh, should I just post a lot? So you're posting a lot so you can get feedback. And then the next step is to learn and then adapt, right? So then do yes. you try to trim out the losers, double down on the winners? Absolutely. Just the other day I was looking at someone's account and it was easy for me at a glance to see that every time they talked about a certain topic, which was allowances for kids, every time they talked about that, their videos took off. Mm. So because they followed a high frequency or a high volume pace of uh, posting, patterns were easy for me to detect. And so I said, why don't you create some more videos about kids allowance? Sure enough, within 24 hours, 38,000 views. Pattern recognition. But you got to do volume to get there. I love that tip. Okay, number three, domino content, which is repurposing between one to five platforms. I'm excited to kind of unpack this one. What is domino content first? And then let's break down the strategy of maybe uh, the lifespan of one piece of your content yeah. that lives multiple places. So imagine there's like a whole line of dominoes and one action step causes the whole line to fall down. Mm. I'm huge into that. Anytime that something can set off a chain of you know, events that supports growth or works in the background for me, the better. Especially because if you're watching this, you're probably busy, I'm busy, you've got a lot going on too. I need my content to be more leveraged for me than just one platform can give. So domino content is this idea of, is there a piece of content I can create that I can repurpose to other platforms without, and this is the key, without it feeling completely off for that platform. And so that's where I came up with the concept of domino uh, content. Now the example of domino content, this is my favorite workflow, is to record in TikTok. And then I use an app called SnapTik.app, which is totally free, it's on desktop. Don't get the app, the app doesn't work. So on desktop, you can just strip the watermark. There are several others that work as well. It will slightly desync the audio, mm. so heads up. Uh, and that can bother some people. It doesn't bother me very much because I'm not a perfectionist. Sure. So I remove the watermark and I repurpose it to IG Reels for sure. YouTube shorts most of the time, not always. I'm kind of steering away from posting all my content there. But also sometimes people have access to some shorter form videos on like LinkedIn. I just got Facebook Reels. And some people have talked about how there's a potential for it coming to Twitter as well. So with one piece of content being able to be repurposed on every platform, we've seen huge success with this. And case in point, I uploaded one YouTube short that within almost 48 hours had 660,000 views specifically related to my expertise on TikTok. Wow. Crazy. On Instagram Reels, same thing. It feels like they're one of the biggest things that are moving the needle mm -hmm. on Instagram right now, as long as that watermark is not there. And we've seen videos get millions of views just being repurposed in 60 seconds. So you 
created a video first on TikTok sharing tips, social media tips, in this case, tips on TikTok, and then you used the app again. What was it called? Snaptick.app. Snaptick.app on your desktop, mm -hmm. stripped the watermark, and then you posted that on YouTube Shorts and Reels. It got crazy views on YouTube Shorts, and it was one piece of content in multiple places. I'm curious, um, kind of maybe pivoting, but how do you think about YouTube in terms of your strategy? You love TikTok. You're very active there. You're starting natively there. What's, what's your decision-making framework for what TikToks get repurposed to shorts. Now that's changing a lot for me. Um, when I first started playing around with YouTube shorts, I was like, let's try everything. Let's see what happens. So I literally, this is actually, you might cringe a little. I would pull 50 videos at a time and just upload them all and be like, let's see what happens. Sure. Especially because YouTube corporate was like, please do. We want it all. And I was like, all right, let's just try it. And very quickly, I realized that not all views are the same on YouTube. And while I sometimes think eyeballs can be helpful, it's not always gonna convert well to people who actually wanna watch the content on mm. your channel. So, well, in the past I would do everything and you can see that evidenced on my YouTube channel. Now I'm going to be more focused on sharing specific videos that relate to an up and coming video or a past video that I've already created. Got it, so you're always thinking about your audience first and you're thinking about mm -hmm. your YouTube audience in a unique way. Mm -hmm. What's your, your YouTube posting schedule? I know the topic of this podcast is TikTok, but we gotta slip some YouTube stuff in there. Your YouTube channel is someplace you're very active. So how, what's your cadence there in light of everything else? Up until the last few months, I was doing three to five per week, which is a high volume strategy, I think, according to most people. And of all the same thing, or three to five total, one was a short? One three to five of the long form videos. Okay. Uh, I'm new to YouTube Shorts, so I just started testing it over the last few months. And it was, it was really cool, and it was a great experiment, and I don't, rec uh, I don't uh, not recommend it, but I will say the way I was doing it wasn't my favorite way for sustainability of the channel. But now we are posting one to two like longer form videos, one being 10 to 20 minutes each week, and then one being a full-on two-hour training with Q&A. And I've been liking that pace. It feels like I'm connecting more deeply with people. Uh, with YouTube Shorts, I'm probably going to go back to about one a day. My ideal schedule would be like one per day, Monday through Friday, that's long form, and one per day that's a YouTube Short that correlates with the long form piece. So that's like 10 a day, and then and then is that a live show, two like hours? Like 10 a week, yes. 10, That's 10 yeah. a week? Yep. And then is that a live show that's the two-hour show? Because yep. it has live Q&A? It does. How do you go live? What software do you use? Currently, I'm using Restream. Okay. And I've been liking that. So I use it to go live on Facebook and YouTube, sometimes on my personal profile too, just depending on what the topic is. And that's been pretty good. And now I'm looking for something that can also stream to TikTok as long as I can have the slides or the presentation available for the TikTok audience. We have tested it with having my TikTok streaming as well. And we've had audiences of several hundred people tuning in from TikTok watching the training. So it's a lot and of And Restream is allowing that to be native. At least for Facebook and YouTube. And, and then on, uh, is it just a little vertical video on TikTok as opposed to something that would be better like directly from your phone? I just streamed it directly from my phone for now. I've heard that OBS- Oh, on a separate device? Yeah, on a separate device. Got it. And I've heard that uh, like OBS has some really good TikTok streaming stuff yeah. going on, but I haven't tested what's gonna work there. It looks like they're actually moving to a lot more vertical uh, integrations for lives. So I'm hmm. interested to see how that'll work out. Man, we're getting into some geeky stuff here, but this is, <laughs> uh, this is 
Awesome. I love your three tips on TikTok. I know that we got to be leaning into TikTok. And one of my questions for you is, you know, kind of related to what we're feeling. We really like to encourage the Think Media podcast community to identify the season they're in. There's the, you know, so there's the side hustle season, and this, that could include kids, family, school. There's a solopreneur season where now you're making enough where you don't have a nine to five. And then there's really the scale season where things get interesting. And now you have a team around you or someone helping you repurposing content. And if you try to imitate someone else's output in the wrong season, it can really mess you up oh, because absolutely. you're comparing yourself to somebody else and whatnot. And, you know, we are for ourselves personally, the season we're in, of course, with our team and and scaling and wanting to put our content everywhere um we we really want to lean into tiktok i mean we are but i'm like man we got to double down on short form uh vertical video this year and even next week i'm going to do a shoot day where i i do a lot of kind of talking head style turning you know uh just all kinds of you know educational stuff whatever all that to say i'm curious um what you would encourage those listening to make a framework moving forward when you think about, okay, should I be going live like you and doing 10 a week? And you know what I mean? And (laughs) and so to discern maybe some next steps. I want to, yeah, I love that pre-frame. One thing I want to share is that to create all of my content, I do 95% of my own content creation. It's a staple in my business for me to do it myself, at least in this season. Uh, I don't do my own video editing for YouTube in particular, but that's important to keep in mind. It takes me three to four hours per day to create all of my content for every single platform. So I just want to point that out so that you recognize like I don't have three to four hours and I love that you brought that up. So one of the things that I recommend is looking at three major things. Number one is the platform that I'm focusing on leveraged, meaning I can create a piece of content it's going to be seen by multiple people either now or in the future. Number two is it long term, meaning a little bit different than like Instagram, not to shade Instagram at all, but like an Instagram post can disappear pretty quickly. And that can be kind of demoralizing when you see crickets and then there's no resurgence of that platform. Yes. Uh, Right. We've all experienced it. And the third thing that I look at is, is this going to be a platform that's searchable? And that's really raised, uh, been raising in the ranks for me of importance. So I personally look at when those three, uh, those three criteria, I look at YouTube and TikTok as two of the front runners across all platforms. There you go and i mean i I love it you my my heart pitter pattered as (laughs) as youtube for sure goes through those three criteria and to your point tiktok as well hence uh that just double downs on on how much here at think media we want to double down on tiktok official think media on tiktok if you haven't uh connected with us over there want to see what we're doing but the better follow would be rachel because she's the one with a million followers on tiktok and success leaves clues and so uh shout it out where can we connect with you where can we follow you what handles and uh thank you for your tips today Thank you. The easiest places to connect with me are at the Mrs. Peterson on all social media platforms or rachelpeterson.com, all E's and a D in my last name. Well, I hope that that gave you some inspiration to get started with vertical video. I know for me, it is part of my 2022 strategy that I wanna be putting out short form content all over the place so we can reach more people with our message that video 
matters. And I hope that that is your next step as well. Have you opened a TikTok yet? Are you posting your reels yet? Are you making YouTube shorts? This is your time to get started. And if you wanna first figure out how to dominate on YouTube, then definitely check out our latest YouTube class at thinkmasterclass.com. Sean or myself go live every other week sharing our strategies of how you can be dominating on YouTube right now. You can register today for that free class at thinkmasterclass.com. Now, every single week, I love to read your reviews. Thank you for rating and reviewing the podcast over on Apple Podcasts. And today's review comes from Cam, Kama, X-E-K-M-K-1. That's a mouthful. <laughs> Thank you so much for leaving this review. You said, great podcast. Love all the advice and tips to build your brand. This is a must listen. Thank you so much for leaving that review. I know it took you know just a few minutes out of your day to get over there to leave that, and it means the world to us that you would rate and review this podcast. Share this episode with a friend if you know someone who needs to be dominating on TikTok right now. And I wanna thank you for being a consistent listener here on our show. We're growing so quickly and it's because of you sharing this content with a friend, listening to the podcast all over the place and subscribing on the YouTube channel. If you're watching this right now, okay, for listeners in the car, this isn't for you, but you and me locked in. If you're watching this, I need you to subscribe to this show. This is going to help you grow your business, grow your YouTube channel and grow your influence online. So make sure you subscribe here on the podcast, wherever you're listening, but definitely you YouTubers who are watching and not subscribing. Thanks for being a part of what we're doing here at Think Media and we'll catch you in the next episode. Did you hear that Grow With Video Live 2022 is back in person? This is your opportunity to network with like-minded people just like you, to make friendships, to make business partnerships. This is your opportunity to get in the room. You can get your ticket now at growwithvideolive.com. They're going so fast, so make sure you get your ticket right now at growwithvideolive.com.